Okay, we begin, we begin Baruch Hashem, Rosh Chodesh, Chodesh Hazel Lachem, the ability to be Mechavesh, the ability of renewal is the, the gift that every Jew has, the power of the Jewish people, the Goyim, they follow the sun, we follow the moon, because the moon is always renewing itself. The renewal, as we've said, Paro, the power of Paro, the power of the, the Yetzirah, is the power of repetition, and uh, just again and again, and the same thing over and over again. The power of a Jew is the power to renew himself, to become... Today, Chadashim Labkarim Raba Emunasecha, for a person to realize that Chadashim Labkarim, we wake up new every morning. Hashem created the world that we go to sleep so that we can make a distinction between one day and the next day. Otherwise, it would just be just another day and another long day and one long day. And Hashem created the world that He made us be able to go to sleep and wake up fresh. Just like we have a Rosh Chodesh, we have a new month, and the new month gives us also the opportunity of ischatshas, of renewal, because we know what holds a person back in life is the fact that, ah, this is who I am, this is who I've been, this is what I've done, it's just another day. But we know, some have the minag after they say halal to say Avram zakin ba bayamin. Hashem berachz Avram bakol is you have to be focused on today. As we focus on the power of what can I do today? How can I change? Chodesh is melashon chodesh to to have something new, to have something fresh, and it's not just doing something new. It's it's having the ability to feel the newness of of today. Today is a day that never ever existed. And today is a day that never, ever, will ever exist ever again. And the reason that we want to start off with purity of speech, the reason we start off every morning with purity of speech, is as we said today in Hallel, Hashem li lo ira, ma yase li adam. Hashem is to me. Hashem is for me. What am I going to be worried about? No man, no circumstance, nobody can do anything to me. It's all from Hashem. The reason we speak Lashon Hara, the reason we look down at someone, the reason we uh, want to get ahead of somebody, the reason we want to do this or this and that when it comes to other people is because we're lacking in the Amuna that it's from Hashem, it's not from that person. When you're driving and someone cuts you off and you get frustrated, it has nothing to do with that person who cut you off. It's Hashem wanted you to be frustrated or He wanted to give you an assignment. If someone does something to you and it hurts your feelings, the pshat is that Hashem wanted your feelings to be hurt. It's not the pshat that that person, so we get upset at that person, oh, you did this to me, you did this to me. Nobody can do anything to you. All from Hashem. Hashem li adam. And when a person realizes that it's within my power, 
It's my responsibility to find the good in somebody else. It's my responsibility to go ahead and look at the good that Hashem has given to each and every one of us. And to realize that everything that happens to me is for me. And a person realizes that everyone is beautiful just the way they are. And the person who has to make the changes is myself. I'm the one who has to make the changes. When a person lives like that, so he does, he accomplishes many things, but the two things that he accomplishes is number one, he works on himself. Number one, he works on himself because he says, hey, I'm the problem. It's not the community that I'm from. It's not the country that I'm from. It's not the family I'm from. It's not the circumstance that I'm in. I'm the problem. And number two is he loves everybody around him as opposed to the opposite. Right? He loves everyone around him because everyone's fine. Let everybody do their thing. Let everybody do their thing. Let everybody enjoy. And this, this guy makes this mistake, let him make that mistake. This person does this thing wrong, let them do that thing wrong. I got to make sure that these shortcomings that I have, those are the things that I'm going to fix. And the shortcomings that he or she has, that's on them. That's on them. That's, not, that's, that's their business. That's not my business. And I know all the things that I'm saying are simple and basic, and we all know it. But, well, not but. We, we, it's, all the things I'm saying are things that we, we know to be so true, and it's very, very simple. The only way for a person to live that way is to remind himself of this as much as he can. It's not something that just you got. Oh, I got it. Oh, so, so I got it. Oh, you mean everything is from Hashem? And everything, uh, yes, right now I got that. But in 10 minutes from now, I got to know that again. Tomorrow, I got to know that again. Tonight, I got to know that again. Because the world, thank you very much, Jesse. Because the world will make us forget that. The world, the, the power of the olam, of the world, is, is, in, is to take away Hashem. That's the purpose of the world, is melashon ne'elam. Olam is melashon ne'elam, that he's hidden. It's to take away this truth. So right now I might have the truth. Oh, beautiful, this person did this to me, and he didn't do anything to me, she didn't do anything great. But an hour later, or a day later, you have to, if, if you want to keep that reality which it is the reality, it's the only reality that exists, that a person has to remind himself that every day, and that's why we do this every day. The reason we do purity of speech every day, and we talk about this every day, is so we can live in reality. As whoever made the stickers, living in reality since 2016, we're trying as much as we can to live in the truth, and this is the truth. The truth is, everything is from Hashem. The truth is, no one can hurt you. Only Hashem sends messengers. And if this guy didn't hurt you, something else would come and hurt you. Say, oh, I wish that person didn't say that. I wish that person didn't do that, so I wouldn't be hurt. No, you would be hurt with something else. Just, just Hashem sent that person, whatever it is, to, to come your way. Okay, let us begin. First of all, it's, uh, it's good to have the Chatan. Gavi, Gavriel, Tzadik. Gavriel, Rev Gavriel. Rev Gavriel. Tzadik, who's here, he, he has a lot. I'm, get, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, giving him a, uh, a little bit resp- extra responsibility now that he's married. Uh, when you get married, it's one of the reasons Ruf Huttner says um, when a person gets married, 
he, he's cleansed. It's a medrash says, when a person gets married, they're forgiven for all their averus. Where do we learn from the medrash says? We learn from Asa of Russia. Because it, it says he married Machlas. And they say it's Machlas and Nimchal. So they say even, even a Russia is, is Nimchal, all of, all, of, uh, all of their averus. We learn that. And Rav Hutner says the reason why the Chassin is forgiven for all of his Averis is because he takes on extra responsibility to, to support his wife. And Achrayas is Malashan Acher, which is you become a different person when you take on responsibility. So the pur- purpose of doing tshuva, the, the, the reason, not the purpose, but I'm saying when a person does tshuva, so they become a different person. So you become a different person. Hashem can't say, oh, this person has Averis. This person has Averis. No, no, no. You're not that same person anymore. Now you've got to pay the bills. Now you've got to take, take care of your wife. So I'm going to put an extra, that's what Rufundra says, the reason you're forgiven for, for your Averis on the day of your wedding. I'm going to put an extra Achrayis on Gabi right now. And that is that any Chassan, Amir Tzachem, Chassanim, or anyone you own, he's a Chassan, anyone wants advice, advice, you could go to Gabi and ask him advice because uh, he's, he's a holy Jew and he's an amazing person and he works on himself. You could ask him advice how to be a good chassan and Amir Tzachem, you'll ask him advice how to be a good husband as well. So mazel tov. And he could tell you how many books, uh, inspirational books to read because he's read like a hundred of them. Okay. Let us, yes, please, please, Rabbi Tzvi, please. Yes. We're a small crowd here, so yes. I heard yesterday a very good thing that we have to build this idea. Yes. So someone told me any time in the Pasha that it says one of the fathers or someone fell asleep, right. it says he woke up. Yaakov fell asleep, he woke up. Right. By Adam Harisha, when the wind was taken, it never says he woke up. And the idea which we were talking yesterday is that the etzim, it's all an illusion. We might be in a dream, and as long as you're doing what Hashem wants in His blueprint, that is the reality for Zehu. And everything else, and, and, and as Rebbe mentioned about Gavi, that I want to add that if you want to hear what on the Vatir is, someone that did not have major issues like many people have during the engagement of fights on the flowers and colors, he, could, he, he, he didn't care. Because he hopped the big picture is for him to be with his wife, Vizet who And when you hop the big picture, so when your wife or you complain, but because we are men here, your wife complains and you understand it's not a personal thing. The way Hashem created the world, it's a wave. There are good moods and bad moods. And then you hold on to the surfboard on board as they taught us in surfing school that never let go, just hold on you'll get up and down. And if you hop that, that's the big picture. Above the iceberg, there's a lot under that you don't see. Beautiful. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Beautiful. With that in mind, when the Lashon Hara, we're on page day 10, page 291, when the Lashon Hara is not relevant to you and it was already said. In the last lesson, he says, we explained that if someone is in the middle of talking, and you suspect that he will be speaking Lashnara, you must ask him right away whether or not the information is relevant to you. What happens if you didn't initially realize 
that your friend will be talking Lashon Hara, and he or she finished the sentence. For example, your friend says, you know, my neighbor, Mrs. Walter, is so self-centered. She would never take my children off the bus for me if I arrive late. Now you realize at the end of the sentence, uh-oh, she just said, right, or he just said, Lashon Hara. What should you do now? So, says the Chavetz Chaim, you could try to find the schus for that person. You could say something like, oh, Mrs. Walter, meaning you having the conversation with the person, could say, Mrs. Walter is probably so busy between her full-time job and taking care of her children. I'm sure she would help you if she wasn't so busy. Okay? So again, the first step is, if you know someone's going to talk Lashon Hara, run away. You know what I mean? Stay away. But let's say it's too late, and the person already begins the Lashon Hara. So what you could do, as the Chavetz Chaim is saying, is you could go ahead and you can try and change the conversation. Say, well, yo, you're judging her for the wrong reason. Maybe it's not true. Da, da, da. However, says the Chavetz Chaim, if you know, and this is what I was thinking as I was reading it, that your friend is the type who will not let you have the last word, and you know that she will go on and on, because sometimes when you try and find that, schus in the room, say, no, 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 I know Mrs. Walter. It's not because she's too busy, blah, blah. She is self-centered. If you know that that's what your friend is going to do, then you say these words. You say, let's, let's not talk about other people, change the subject, I'd rather not. So again, interesting. So the Chavetz Chaim says, first try and get in there and tell the person, you know, no, maybe you're judging too negatively. But if you see that that's going to cause, you know, the other person to even push more negativity, then you get, it, you get out of there. Get out of there and say, I'd rather not talk about it, let's not talk about other people, change the subject. If there are other people listening, when your friend leaves, oh, interesting. Let's say there are other people around and they heard this conversation. So says the Chavetz Chaim, you want to tell the other people who are around uh, how much, how many good things about this Mrs. Walter. And be Malamet's chus um, in front of the other people who might have heard this Lashon Har. Question, comments on that? Pretty, yes, Shuki. You know, we learned earlier that it says that you're not supposed to do that because then people be like, no, she's actually not that good of a person. What, to the people they have? If you were to, yeah, she's it says not to, not to tell people like, oh, you know, maybe she, she's, she's uh, whatever, whatever. Self-centered, right? Right, and you say, no, like, this person, but it says not to praise someone because then if you praise someone, people in the room will be like, oh, she's not that good. Right, right. Causes, right, so. What do you do here? Okay, so, so, so great question. First of all, I like your referencing, like your referencing from before. Um, secondly, I think that's, that's the point, meaning he's saying that if it's, if it's um, a situation where, where you, the person will listen and they're not going to knock the person down, then you can say that. But if you're concerned that by you pushing you know, positivity, then, then they're going to knock um, her down even more, and he says exactly like you're saying. So exactly, exactly right. And, and Lagabe, other people, you also have to be careful. If you know the people who are listening to it also doesn't like, they, they don't like this lady, then you also have to be careful what you're going to say. Beautiful, yeah. That's a small hand, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Also, the, the principle that over here, you're fixing the problem that was created. It's not 
where it says that you shouldn't uh, be mishabach right. a person in order. Right, that's her. just. That's not. You're bringing up you're the conversations of mitoch shikoy. Also, very, very good point. Right. Thank you, Hill. Meaning, uh, here, here, you're trying to fix damage. In your case, you're starting <coughs> up. You're, you're, you're creating damage. Chasushal. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Um, okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. I said for the Oilam to come down a little bit earlier because of Rosh Chodesh. So, so we'll, uh, we'll wrap up with the Chavetz Chaim and then we'll just do one piece in the Mitzvah Sharm again. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zocha to see the good in everyone, find the good in everyone, see the good in ourselves, find the good in ourselves, and to remember. This is something that a person has to remind himself every day. It's not something that sticks with a person. It's something that a person has to train himself on a daily basis to see the good, to experience the good, to find the good, to, to, to send the love to himself, to others. Mm-hmm. And through that we will all be zochah, not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear Lashon Hara, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. Okay, I want to uh, start off because we left off yesterday with the three Mafside Hazihiras. I just want to focus as we just have these reasons, just a little bit of Chazara, just to review what we were talking about because we were doing this the last few weeks before we get, God willing, uh, to Nikias. Um, Zrizus, we said, is a person going ahead and being productive. It's the Asetov. Zihiras that we've been speaking about is Sur Meirah, staying away from things that I want to stay away from. But Asetov, Zrizus, the Ramchal says two things that I want to just mention today, and that is number one. Ki kamosha mesaviv umishtadel yitzahara b'tachbulosav lahabilos ha'adam b'mochmaros ha'chet. Just like the yitzahara doesn't want you to do, wants you to do bad things, just like the yitzahara pushes you to do bad things, so too, mishtadel limnoa memenu asiyos hamitzus lahab memenu. He also doesn't want you to do good things. The Yitzhahara doesn't just want you to do bad things. He wants to hold you back from doing good things. So what's important for a person to realize that it's not just a lot of times we're just focused on what I'm not supposed to do, what I'm not supposed to do. I want to stop doing this thing wrong. I want to stop doing this thing wrong. The Mitzil Sharm teaches us that you equally have to focus on what am I doing right? What can I do right? And many times we find that sometimes you can't focus or fix these things that you're doing wrong. Sometimes it's hard for you. But when you start doing things that are right, and you start getting into the flow of things that you do enjoy, that you want to do, that you want to accomplish, then what happens is, as the Kutzker Rebbe says, I want, I've heard different ways that he said it, I'll say it the way I've heard it, I've read it, different versions of how he said it, but basically the concept was, his Hasidim, his Talmidim asked him, how do we stay away from doing bad things? So the Rebbe told them, be so busy doing good things that you don't have time to do bad things. It's not so much focusing on uprooting the bad things as much as it's, I'm so busy doing good things 
that I don't have time to do bad things. It's almost like the way we speak about the thoughts, right? It's not about uprooting my negative thoughts. It's more about going ahead and, and having positive thoughts. So when a person has, I'll say to like the Chidush Rim, it's an interesting way he learns the Pasuk. Obviously it's, it's a homilytic, it's a little bit of a not Pashat Shana, in the, in the words of Sur Meirah Va'asei Tov, he says, Sur Meirah, don't even think, don't even deal with the bad. Sur Meirah, don't even think about the bad. Just Asei Tov, Asei Tov. That's the first thing. And the Ramchal says, um, actually, first question, comments on that, and then, I, and then I'll go to the next piece. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, just add, as uh, I say a lot, we say a lot, that uh, it's important for young people not to label themselves as addicts or having bad things in them because a lot of times it's because they're not busy, they're bored. A lot, the tendency for addiction or bad things, one of the signs is when you're busy and you're still thinking, I gotta go grab a beer in the, at one in the afternoon, then, uh, then. Meaning if you're but busy. If you're sitting in, in yeshiva or wherever and you're in bed all day, then it has nothing to do with addiction. You're just stupid and lazy. And get out of your laziness. If you struggle, come back to me. Or to me. And uh, I think in our generation, or go to me. But in our generation, Beautiful. everyone's giving tags to everyone. You're an addict, you're an addict, you're an addict. And that's not true. Just because you don't hold your beer, I might be able to hold my beer. But if I'm working, I'm married, and every time I go to the beer, you have a problem. Beautiful. Well said. Beautiful. Okay, the next the next thing I just yeah, brother. I just want to um uh once again thank those here for the inspiration I just uh, I just came back from uh, shopping shopping before the spot and uh online and I have not all that stuff but uh so I see somebody coming up and um you get through things so I I emotionally so I didn't realize there was like somebody behind me. said he was online, he was online right before going shopping for Shabbos, and he led someone behind him who had less uh, products than him go, go through. But then he didn't realize that there was another person behind that person, so that person started getting upset or said, or yeah, yeah. got upset. So he said, in the past, which I don't believe him because he was his topic anyway. But he's trying to, he would have, he would have what, said something or been upset, obnoxious. But because, because, because of our sheer and because of uh, reminding himself daily and that he's here all the time, Baruch Hashem, uh, he, he judged him Lakafsha. So, I just, I just have to say, and I mean this, that, that those moments in life. Is, are, are what it's about. Those are the moments. The moments where you're, you're either going to kill the guy or you're going to love the guy. And Hashem, Hashem puts that for us so we can become better people. 
That's why Hashem does it, so we can become better. We get frustrated. Oh, what do I have to deal with this? What do I have to deal with this? Hashem is giving us the greatest present when things like that happen. And, wow, amazing. Amazing, amazing. Okay, Ramchal says, I just want to end off uh, with this point. Ramchal says that it's very hard. Sometimes it's easier to think about what you're staying away from as opposed to doing things. Because doing things, actively doing things, his line is, Tirek, Sirek, Iteva, Ha'adam, Kaved, Ma'od. It's very, each and every one of us are very heavy. We're very heavy. We're very lazy. We, it's natural to be lazy. It's normal to be lazy. And we don't want to do. We want not to do. And like Rabbi Tzvi was saying before, sometimes we're so focused on, oh, I got to stay away from this and I gotta stay away from this, and I gotta stop doing this, because in a certain way, it's easier to talk like that. It's easier to say, oh, maybe I have this problem, and I may be an addict like this, and I have so many problems, and then instead of making a good schedule for yourself. I don't have time to be an addict, I wanna be an addict. Right, exactly, I wanna, right, I wanna be, I don't have time, I'm too busy, meaning it's harder for a person to have, it's harder for a person to have a, a scheduled day where he's working hard and he's doing things, and therefore he doesn't have time to do things that he wants to do. So that's what the Ramchal says. And the next thing that he says, just as a chazara, because this is so, so important, he says, a lazy man is a brother achhu lebal mashchis. And I think this is so, so powerful. I'm going to end off with this. I've said this muscle before, but I think it's so, so, so important. And the example I give is your relationship with your wife. If somebody goes ahead and says, I'm obnoxious to my wife, and I'm mean to my wife, and I'm, I yell at her, and I treat her a certain way, obviously your relationship will be terrible. She's going to grow that way, you're going to go that way, and even if you stay married, whatever it is, you're not going to have a good relationship. Why? Because I am not nice to her, and she's not nice to me. That is something that is so simple. However, when it comes to not building the relationship, you would say, what's the big deal? I'll do my thing, she'll, be, she'll do her thing. But we're not going to actively work together on our relationship. I don't have to say thank you. She doesn't have to say thank you. I'm going to just be busy living my life, and she's going to be living her life. Says the Ramchal, we can understand this beautifully. That relationship will equally be destructive. The one when you're actively doing something wrong. You're actively being obnoxious, right? We speak of it as passive-aggressive. You could have somebody who's obnoxious to you, and then you can have someone who ignores you. The result ultimately it's going to be the same thing. It's called zero, zero relationship. So too with yourself. Like we said, when a person wants to change his life and he's just stuck and he doesn't do things and he doesn't proactively work on doing things and he says, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I'm just not doing something bad. Says the Ramchal. No. That attitude of not being productive is literally the twin brother of the destroyer. The only difference is one is a open destruction and the other is a silent destruction. 
Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up for today. Comments? Mayor? Somebody? I'll say it because I'll let some of it. I was in a car last week, and the person needed a credit card. So he called his wife, and he said, I need to use the credit card for the child service. And, she, and he said, but by tonight, I'll put the money in, in your account. So I, I, I asked him, I said, it's because there's no money in the account? He said, no, whatever I use from her, I pay her back. And I was like, you, you missed the whole point of marriage. <laughs> and, and that's what Rebbe's saying. If you don't cop that it's a team, that there's no mine in yours, it's ours. You don't cop. I don't know what the guy's situation is, but just to be, try to be done, done this exclusive, but let's see. Um, it could be that the person is getting married. No, he told me. He told me. No. <laughs> <laughs> let him leave. Let him say his. Let him, let him say his on the cuff really? stuff. No, I'm just saying. Like, like, no, there could be, there could be a, a lot of different variables. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Rabbi. Hashem will help each and every one of us as we. I can't believe we're entering the month of Shvat, which is a. It means we are literally uh, closer and closer to Adar. And as I was saying, uh, I think last week, and Misha Nichnas Adar Marva Besimcha, we want to enter Adar with happiness. Yes, Mayor, please. I, uh, Welcome back, Mayor. I was going back and forth uh, in my head to uh, say this uh, or not, because. Because it's a little bit like uh, on track, but like uh, off track for like the point. Okay. So uh, I know that, that, that we're on a different point of this stuff, but uh, I decided just now that it's probably better to say because popping into my head like that. So um, just uh, uh, in addition to Rebbe's speech, so not at odds other than, but in addition, is that uh, just sometimes uh, it, it happens a lot, and I know it happens to me in my own life that. Uh, this thing of like, well, like, uh, yeah, you know, you're, you're not like an addict or something. Like, chill out. Like, start start getting busy, and uh, and that's true. But uh, but sometimes it's uh, used as like as like uh, as like an excuse. Like, oh well, once I get busy and once I have a job or once I start coming to yeshiva, so then like I'll stop. So then that's my excuse to always like push off actually doing anything about my problems because, oh yeah, it's easy once I start getting going, but for now, I mean, either way, I don't have a schedule or whatever, I'm, I'm just going to do it, and, uh, and then you never end up getting going because I'm so attached to my vice. So, so on the one hand, getting, getting busy is a cure for the vice, but, um, but a lot of times, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this, like, you know, it's not success that's going to help you get it's getting rid of it. It's going to be like the prerequisite to my success. Now I can get going and not holding on anymore. So uh, I don't know if I said that so clear. But uh, I feel like that uh, is important. Beautiful. Yes, Rabbi Erblich. On the flip side of what Rabbi Tzvi said, I'm sure people heard the story when uh, Ari Levin 
one time his, uh, his wife uh, had a problem with her foot, and she came into the doctor. So the doctor asked, what's wrong? So the body said, our foot hurts. Doesn't doesn't address that because he makes it seem like it's an ach fool of alamashkis that it's worse the other way. But in the he's not talking about alter relationship. Ravil saying hundred percent. What Ravil saying and it's so true is that passive aggressive is is many times worse than aggressive. We'll call why. It's like when someone ignores Hashem and has no relationship with Hashem is very, very different than being angry at Hashem, being upset at Hashem. Because it's meaningful if you say to someone, I'm upset at you. It means that you have a relationship with that, with that person. That's what Rafael is saying. So he's saying in a certain way, when a person doesn't develop his relationship with his wife, when a person doesn't develop a relationship with a person, in a certain way it's worse than having that negative Relationship, which is so true in our context. Oh wow! Okay, we uh, yeah, go go. Patel, mayor, yeah. And no, Baruch Hashem, you know we're a yeshiva that talks a lot about communication and about needing to talk about things and, and get things out. And um, so you know you you guys be real uh, in, in this uh, year. So uh, you know I see some uh, like sometimes there's a speech like you know when you get married there's gonna be disagreements there's gonna be this. But then when I used to ask people like individually, so they're saying, yeah, everything is like, no, never, we would never do But uh, I've gotten into disagreements with my uh, wife uh, and stuff like that. And every time that I was like too upset to like talk about it, worst thing in the world, worst thing ever. And, uh, and, and every time that I communicated, even when I had to communicate, if I'm upset, best thing, best thing in the entire world. So. Things inside by holding things inside, 
it's, you have to ask yourself, you have to challenge yourself, am I being a tzaddik for holding things inside? Or is it just, I have trouble expressing it, and I'm afraid, especially if you don't like confrontation. Some people hate confrontation. They don't want to get into uncomfortable feelings of, why did you say this, why did you do this? But the more a person learns to open himself up, the more, like Mayer said, you can have any disagreement in the world if you talk about it, and you respectfully talk about it, and you listen respectfully. That's one of the things, I mean, we're uh, on Shalom Bias a little bit. I've said this many times. There's a four-letter word that will help you in, in, in any relationship, of, and, and specifically in your relationship with your wife, which is nice, N-I-C-E, be nice. If you are nice and you're respectful to your wife, you could say anything. You can have any conversation that you want to say because you're, uh, not say anything, but I'm saying you can, you can be open. And, and it's like that with anybody, with your roommate, with your boss, with your, with your friend. You can, if you're nice and respectful, you, it goes along with your parents. Everything goes a long, long way. So thank you so much, Mayor. Ruth Patel, you had a... Yes, I just wanted to echo um, really what Patel and Mayor were saying. Um, maybe it's just a not safe and not a word. Um, that is, that when a person you know, says something and are you know, so upset, and he says what's on his mind and he gets it off his chest, and whether, again, it's with his wife or roommate, whatever it is, whoever it is, so then, so, so let's say we rate that like a five, you know, on the chart from one, one to ten. It's like a five is the, that upset, that anger. But as opposed to a person who's passive aggressive, so they hold it and hold it and hold it in, and finally until, and it's bubbling up, until finally that roommate or wife says that thing or does that thing, totally just sends him off the charts. Beautiful. So then when he gets upset, when he does get upset, Beautiful. it's off the charts. It's beyond the thing. Right. And it's a whole mess. So, so I just wanted to you know, emphasize that how important it is to speak it out. Even Beautiful. if it doesn't come out in the most nice way, it's, it'll be nicer than uh, off the charts. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, you did, yeah. Uh, to illustrate what Rapital just said, there's a story of uh, a dragon in a kid, under a kid's bed and it goes to his mother and he says, Ma, there's a dragon in my room. And she says, there's no dragon in your room, it's in your imagination. And this dragon keeps getting bigger and he takes up the whole room and he says, Ma, I can't go into my room. And she says, no, there's no dragon in the room, you can go into your room. And finally this dragon just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, until it takes up the whole house. And finally, the mother can't deny it. She's like, yeah, I think there is a dragon in, in the house. And suddenly, the dragon gets smaller. And she says, uh, so she, the mother's like wondering out loud. So she says, like, what was that? Like, what? Why is there a dragon that in my house that's just growing bigger and then gets smaller once I notice it? And the little boy said, like, maybe it just wants to be noticed. And that, that dragon is like uh, that common inside that you really want to say to that person. like. It's very small, and if you just mm. show the person the dragon and you admit it there, it doesn't grow big. But when you don't notice, it just has to fester up till you say it. Hey, there. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Amazing, amazing. Hey, yes. Zach, let me, yeah.
A person is Rosh Hashanah today, is Rosh Hashanah Lilanos, or Tu Bishvat, Machlokas. We celebrate Tu Bishvat according to Beis Hillel. Tu Bishvat, but today is also the beginning of the Rosh Hashanah for Ilanos of Ki Adam Each and every one of us are compared to a tree. One of the Pshatim that they say that we're compared to a tree is because a person many times needs time to grow and has, has, we need patience. And we need to realize that Zerah, the seed, it grows most of its growth in the ground and it, it's dark and it's difficult as the, the line that we like is, is struggle in silence, let your success be the noise. Each and every one of us has struggles. Each and every one of us have challenges. And the key is for a person to realize if you keep on struggling and fighting and working, even if nobody realizes, even if nobody knows, just keep to it, keep to it, because eventually you will grow to be what you want to be. You will become what you want to be. It takes patience and it takes amuna. Amuna is a sage of Emuna, having faith, having Emuna that you will arrive. 
Hashem will help each and every one of us as Rosh Chodesh is a time of renewal, a time of change, a time of growth, specifically, specifically Rosh Chodesh Shvat. Hashem will help all of us, all of Klal Yisrael, that we will be Zoka to renew ourselves, to not be worried about our past, not to be worried about what we've done in our past, to realize that Hashem loves us, Hashem forgives us, we have to forgive ourselves, and we have to learn to move forward and to make the changes that we want to make. Have an amazing day, everybody, and a Chodesh Tov to everybody. Thank you. Maybe I have a question. I have a question.